Hey, it's Claire Edwards, and you're listening to your Best Foot Forward podcast. Hey guys, welcome to season two. I am so excited to be back after being off for a little less than two months. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. If you're not new to the podcast and you listened to some of my episodes from last season, I'm so glad you're back and I know you've waited a long time. So I told you guys that while I would be off, I would be recharging and redeveloping the podcast a lot and I did just that. So during my hiatus time, I was traveling, reading, journaling, and spending time with family and friends. I even did some things that were a little outside my comfort zone, like taking an improv class, which was super interesting, highly recommend, and reaching out to some other podcasters in my area. And although I wasn't directly working on the podcast by recording or making content, I felt like taking the step back and doing other things really helped me get clear with myself on what I wanted for this new season to be and what I wanted it to look like. So some of the things that I got clarity on or made changes to from last season So first thing was I got really clear on what my mission was for this podcast, and it is that I want to give you, my listeners, the confidence to put your best foot forward in your life. So what does that look like? Um, That is I... I want to connect with the go-getters out there that find themselves indecisive or unsure sometimes on the next steps to take and being your best self. I want to give you guys unique perspectives and tangible tools that can give you the confidence to put your best foot forward in your life, whether that is in health, work, passions, or relationships. So that's kind of what I am centering myself on this season. So second thing I got clarity on during this hiatus time was if you listened to last season, you'll notice in my intro or description that I had that I wanted to connect with early 20-somethings specifically. And well, I'm growing up like the rest of us, and I realized that a lot of the things I was sharing could be applied to more than just the early 20-somethings. They can apply to many different stages, and I want to connect with more people in different stages of life. And although I want to connect with all these different people, I'm really excited to connect with you all that are those go-getters out there that want to strive to be the best version of yourself. 
And the last thing I got clarity on was when I started this podcast, I was really scared of what people were going to think of the show, like very scared. So that is part of the reason why I had started a second Instagram so that I could almost feel that safety in posting what I wanted to post. And I will admit that I posted podcast things on a second Instagram instead of my personal Instagram because I was so scared of what people were going to say and come to find out that I really don't care what that random person from high school that I haven't seen since graduation thinks of it because I I love doing this podcast and I love connecting with people and helping people. So that is why I'm just sticking to posting on my personal Instagram because I feel proud of this work that I've put in on the podcast and I just would love to share it with you all. So if you would like to, you can follow me on Instagram, um, on my personal account at Hey, it's Claire Edwards, and I would love to connect with you guys there. So this season, I have some really great guests joining me, talking about a variety of topics and giving you the perspective and tools to give you the confidence to approach your health, your work your passions, your relationship building, and more. Also, I have some great solo episodes coming up where I share some topics that have been on my mind lately or questions that I have been asked recently, and I will give you kind of the perspectives and tools that I have. So while I was off, I started completely piling a lot of these questions that people were asking me as well as some of the hardships I was noticing that people were encountering. So based on that list, I'm going to pick out a couple of questions and that is what I'm going to base my solo episodes off of. Um, So in this first solo episode of the season, I really wanted to cover journaling So I've gotten so many questions recently on why do I journal and if other people want to start journaling, how do they do it? So that's what I'm going to be covering today. I want to answer those questions that I've been asked recently about journaling just to give people the confidence to start themselves. So if you've listened to my very first episode in the first season, you heard how my journaling was a big thing that led me up to starting the podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go listen. It's only about 12 minutes or so. So ever since I had done that episode, I've gotten a lot of questions from people on my journaling practice and how they can do it themselves. Um, So everyone's journaling practice is different, and every person has a different reason why they do it. So for me, my journal is my safe place. I always tell people if I was on a deserted island or was in solitary confinement, 
as long as I had a journal to write in, I would survive. My journal is the place I can unload all the feelings and thoughts that are swirling around in my head, the good, the bad, the ugly. It's that place that I can express my wildest dreams, those feelings I don't really want to admit to anyone else yet, and those thoughts I don't really know what to do with. This is the space where it is more than acceptable to be a work in progress. And how many spaces actually allow you to be a work in progress? Journaling is that space. I can remember vividly the day I started journaling. It was a Sunday in the fall of my senior year of college. And in those past couple weeks, the idea of journaling kept randomly popping up in my life, like in my classes, from successful people that I followed on social media, and more. It was like the universe was nudging me to start, but I was just being too stubborn and still hadn't. So on this particular Sunday, I was so overwhelmed with feelings and anxiety and thoughts that I finally gave in to the universe drove to the nearest TJ Maxx and bought myself a cheap yet pretty journal with pink and purple flowers on it and started writing. Fast forward a year and a half later to now, I'm still writing and I'm so thankful that I took the leap. So a lot of people who have been asking these questions to me about journaling have asked me, how do I organize my journal? Do I write Or do I type it on a computer? How often do I do it? And so many other things. And I know it feels uncomfortable to my overanalyzers and indecisive people out there. But there is no right way or rules to journaling. I know we like there to be a right way, but there is none. Remember, this is an act of being a work in progress not being perfect. So there are no rules to journaling, and that can be extremely overwhelming to people to the point that they never start. So I'm going to tell you how I do my journaling, and that does not mean you have to do it this way. It's just a springboard for you guys so you can feel confident to get started. So first thing is is that I handwrite my journal. I do this because I know I'm a perfectionist and if I journaled on a computer, I would delete and cut and paste stuff and make it look super organized. With handwriting, I just write whatever is on my mind as I think of it. If you think you would rather write entries on your computer, then do that. I just know that that method brings out the perfectionist in me personally. One thing that would be nice about journaling on a computer, though, is that you could go back and find certain entries faster by searching keywords and such, which referencing back to entries is something I'll touch on later. But yes, I do handwrite in a journal, and I love doing it that way. So structuring an entry. 
Each time I journal, I turn to a new fresh page. So I want you to visualize that blank page right now. At the top, I write three things. I write the date, the day of the week, and the city I'm journaling in. Then I just start writing. I usually start off the entry with how I'm feeling in the moment, whether that is anxiety, excitement, contentment, exhaustion. Just getting my feelings out there right from the start. And then I just continue writing on. There are no paragraphs or any structure as I write. I just keep going until my brain is fully empty. I imagine my brain during this time just releasing and emptying slowly as I write to the point where it can finally breathe and take those deep breaths. In my entries, I usually also include things like what I did that day, ideas for things I may want to pursue in the future, an interesting thing I learned on a podcast. I may also write something like notes that I can use to prep for a hard conversation I need to have with someone. I write about the people that brought me joy throughout the day and just really whatever's on my mind. And I just jump from topic to topic without any paragraphs or transitions because remember again that this isn't supposed to be perfect. Then in the last sentence of my entry, I always say three things I'm thankful for. And this is definitely a moment that can bring me back to earth and just is a space for me to be thankful for all the blessings I have in my life. And then to finish up the entry entirely, I go to the bottom of it and write a little title thing that says events since last journal. And below that, I write in quick bullet points of the things that happened that day or that happened since the last time I wrote in my journal. I do these bullets at the end of each entry so that if I want to look back at a certain event but don't necessarily remember the exact day it was, I can turn to the page and look just at the bullet points to help me find the spot where I wrote about the event. Now, that brings me to referencing back to your entries. I do not necessarily go and look back at the entries. Journaling is more of a practice for me than like a piece of content. I will tell you, though, that I have looked back at entries when I'm questioning, wondering, or want to remember why I made a decision. So that could be anything where I'm looking back at why I picked a certain job or why I initiated a breakup or any other decision that I've made. When I'm questioning a decision I made, I am able to look back at what I was feeling and saying when I made the decision and use that to make more educated decisions in the future. 
a lot of times looking back, it gives me affirmation or guided direction on my next decisions. And although I don't look back at most of the entries right now, I kind of think it would be cool to look back at them when I'm a lot older. I think it would be satisfying and a nostalgic feeling to look back at what I was feeling and experiencing during those big times in my life. It is possible sadly, for our mental capacity to decline over the years. So it would be cool to be able to go back and read those entries, I think. I kind of think about the Ellis Gray journals on Gray's Anatomy or Allie's Notebook that the entire Notebook movie is based off of, and I just think it would be really cool to have that option to look back at these things I was experiencing. And maybe I won't look back at them because I don't have to, but having this journal and having the bullet points at the end of each entry of what I did that day, I am able to find certain events that I can reference quickly. So that is how I structure my entries. Now for when I journal. I am a night journaler because I like to unload everything at the end of the day before I go to bed. I can tell that I go to sleep so much faster and sleep so much better when I journal before I go to bed because then I'm not laying there awake with all my thoughts as I try to go to sleep. They're just all out and my mind is at peace. Now I Do not treat journaling as a task in my day or an obligation. If I'm too tired to journal or I stayed up super late, I won't and I just and I don't beat myself up about it. I journal when I want to, which is actually pretty often. My usual check-in to journal is at the end of the day, but if I'm feeling it in the morning or in the middle of the day, then I do it then. I know a lot of people that journal and they do what they call morning pages and journal as soon as they get up. Whatever you like the best or the time of day you think would usually benefit you, then do that. So that is how I journal. As I said, there's no right way to journal. This is just how I do it and I want you to do what works for you. So I want to give you a couple other resources and perspectives you can use to help you start journaling. Um, I will include them in the show notes, and I want to give you these because since there is more than one way to journal, I want you to have other people's perspectives. So one resource is um, Katie Dalebow has a book with some journal prompts in it you can use to help you start journaling. And that is called Let It Out, A Journey Through Journaling. I love that and I still look back at it from time to time. Another great resource to get perspective on journaling is an episode on the Tim Ferriss Show podcast. It's episode number 373 with Jerry Colonna. 
And Jerry has been journaling for decades, so this perspective is super interesting to hear. And I will link both of those in the show notes so you can find them easily. So if you're someone who has thought about journaling but hasn't yet, I hope this is your little nudge from the universe to finally give in and try it. Go to TJ Maxx or Target or Barnes & Noble wherever. I know I just got a really cute one recently from World Market and find that journal that speaks to you that you are excited to write in. Or if you want to start writing on your computer, you can do it right now. You don't need to wait until the start of a new month or the start of a new year. Start now. Just start and see what comes from it. If you make the moves to start journaling, let me know about it. Share your pictures of your new journal, or if you have any additional questions about journaling, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I just hope that if you've been thinking about it for a while, or you've been nervous to start journaling, that this can be your final nudge to get you going. So thank you so much for tuning in to my season premiere episode, guys. I am so, so excited to share with you all the great things coming up, all the great guests, all the great topics. I am just so stoked. These episodes will be up every Monday to start your week off right, so make sure you're subscribed so you can get that notification when a new episode is posted. And if you want to connect with me, again, follow me on Instagram at Hey, it's Claire Edwards. And thank you guys again, and I'll see you next time.